Luke chapter 5 Jesus was standing on the shore of Lake Gennesaret, teaching the people as they crowded around him to hear God's message. Near the shore he saw two boats left there by some fishermen who had gone to wash their nets. Jesus got into the boat that belonged to Simon and asked him to row it out a little way from the shore. Then Jesus sat down in the boat to teach the crowd. When Jesus had finished speaking, he told Simon, Row the boat out into the deep water and let your nets down to catch some fish. Master, Simon answered, we have worked hard all night long and have not caught a thing. But if you tell me to, I will let the nets down. They did it and caught so many fish that their nets began ripping apart. Then they signalled for their partners in the other boat to come and help them. The men came and together they filled the two boats so full that they both began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this happen, he knelt down in front of Jesus and said, Lord, don't come near me. I am a sinner. Peter and everyone with him were completely surprised at all the fish they had caught. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were surprised too. Jesus told Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will bring in people instead of fish. The men pulled their boats up on the shore. Then they left everything and went with Jesus. Jesus came to a town where there was a man who had leprosy. When the man saw Jesus, he knelt down on the ground in front of Jesus and begged, Lord, you have the power to make me well, if only you wanted to. Jesus put his hand on him and said, I want to. Now, you are well. At once the man's leprosy disappeared. Jesus told him, don't tell anyone about this, but go and show yourself to the priest. Offer a gift to the priest, just as Moses commanded, and everyone will know that you have been healed. News about Jesus kept spreading. Large crowds came to listen to him teach and to be healed of their diseases. But Jesus would often go to some place where he could be alone and pray. One day, some Pharisees and experts in the law of Moses sat listening to Jesus teach. They'd come from every village in Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. God had given Jesus the power to heal the sick, and some people came carrying a crippled man on a mat. They tried to take him inside the house and put him in front of Jesus. But because of the crowd, they could not get him to Jesus. So they went up on the roof where they removed some tiles and let the mat down in the middle of the room. When Jesus saw how much faith they had, he said to the crippled man, My friend, your sins are forgiven. The Pharisees and the experts began arguing. Jesus must think he's God. Only God can forgive sins. Jesus knew what they were thinking and he said, Why are you thinking that? Is it easier for me to tell this crippled man that his sins are forgiven or to tell him to get up and walk? But now you will see that the Son of Man has the right to forgive sins here on earth. Jesus then said to the man, Get up, pick up your mat and walk home. At once the man stood up in front of everyone. He picked up his mat and went home, giving thanks to God. Everyone was amazed and praised God. What they saw surprised them. And they said, We have seen a great miracle today. 
Later, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the place for paying taxes. Jesus said to him, Come with me. Levi left everything and went with Jesus. In his home, Levi gave a big dinner for Jesus. Many tax collectors and other guests were also there. The Pharisees and some of the teachers of the law of Moses grumbled to Jesus' disciples. Why do you eat and drink with those tax collectors and other sinners? Jesus answered, Healthy people don't need a doctor, but sick people do. I didn't come to invite good people to turn to God. I came to invite sinners. Some people said to Jesus, John's followers often pray and go without eating. And so do the followers of the Pharisees. But your disciples never go without eating or drinking. Jesus told them the friends of a bridegroom don't go without eating while he is still with them. But the time will come when he will be taken from them. Then they will go without eating. Jesus then told them these sayings. No one uses a new piece of cloth to patch old clothes. The patch would shrink and make the hole even bigger. No one pours new wine into old wineskins. The new wine would swell and burst the old skins. Then the wine would be lost and the skins would be ruined. New wine must be put only into new wineskins. No one wants new wine after drinking old wine. They say, the old wine is better. Luke chapter 6 One Sabbath, when Jesus and his disciples were walking through some wheat fields, the disciples picked some wheat. They rubbed the husks off with their hands and started eating the grain. Some Pharisees said, Why are you picking grain on the Sabbath? You're not supposed to do that. Jesus answered, Surely you have read what David did when he and his followers were hungry? He went into the house of God and took the sacred loaves of bread that only priests were supposed to eat. <sighs> he not only ate some himself, but even gave some to his followers. Jesus finished by saying, The Son of Man is Lord over the Sabbath. On another Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in a Jewish meeting place, and a man with a crippled right hand was there. Some Pharisees and teachers of the law of Moses kept watching Jesus to see if he would heal the man. They did this because they wanted to accuse Jesus of doing something wrong. Jesus knew what they were thinking, so he told the man to stand up where everyone could see him, and the man stood up. Then Jesus asked, On the Sabbath, should we do good deeds or evil deeds? Should we save someone's life or destroy it? After he had looked around at everyone, he told the man, Stretch out your hand. He did, and his bad hand became completely well. The teachers and the Pharisees were furious and started saying to each other, What can we do about Jesus? About that time, Jesus went off to a mountain to pray, and he spent the whole night there. The next morning he called his disciples together and chose twelve of them to be his apostles. One was Simon, and Jesus named him Peter. Another was Andrew, Peter's brother. There were also James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, and James the son of Alphaeus. The rest of the apostles were Simon, known as the Eager One, Jude, who was the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who later betrayed Jesus. 
Jesus and his apostles went down from the mountain and came to some flat level ground. Many other disciples were there to meet him. Large crowds of people from all over Judea, Jerusalem and the coastal cities of Tyre and Sidon were there too. These people had come to listen to Jesus and to be healed of their diseases. All who were troubled by evil spirits were also healed. Everyone was trying to touch Jesus because power was going out from him and healing them all. Jesus looked at his disciples and said, God will bless you people who are poor. His kingdom belongs to you. God will bless you hungry people. You will have plenty to eat. God will bless you people who are crying. You will laugh. God will bless you when others hate you and won't have anything to do with you. God will bless you when people insult you and say cruel things about you, all because you are a follower of the Son of Man. Long ago, your own people did these same things to the prophets. So when this happens to you, be happy and jump for joy. You will have a great reward in heaven. But you rich people are in for trouble. You have already had an easy life. You well-fed people are in for trouble. You will go hungry. You people who are laughing now are in for trouble. You are going to cry and weep. You are in for trouble when everyone says good things about you. That is what your own people said about those prophets who told lies. This is what I say to all who listen to me. Love your enemies and be good to everyone who hates you. Ask God to bless anyone who curses you and pray for everyone who is cruel to you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, don't stop that person from slapping you on the other cheek. If someone wants to take your coat, don't try to keep back your shirt. Give to everyone who asks, and don't ask people to return what they have taken from you. Treat others just as you want to be treated. If you love only someone who loves you, will God praise you for that? Even sinners love people who love them. If you are kind only to someone who is kind to you, will God be pleased with you for that? Even sinners are kind to people who are kind to them. If you lend money only to someone you think will pay you back, will God be pleased with you for that? Even sinners lend to sinners because they think they will get it all back. But love your enemies and be good to them. Lend without expecting to be paid back. Then you will get a great reward and you will be the true children of God in heaven. He is good even to people who are unthankful and cruel. Have pity on others just as your father has pity on you. Jesus said, Don't judge others and God won't judge you. Don't be hard on others and God won't be hard on you. Forgive others, and God will forgive you. If you give to others, you will be given a full amount in return. It will be packed down, 
shaken together and spilling over into your lap. The way you treat others is the way you will be treated. Jesus also used some sayings as he spoke to the people. He said, Can one blind person lead another blind person? Won't they both fall into a ditch? Are students better than their teacher? But when they are fully trained, they will be like their teacher. You can see the speck in your friend's eye, but you don't notice the log in your own eye. How can you say, my friend, let me take the speck out of your eye when you don't see the log in your own eye, you show-offs? First, get the log out of your own eye. Then you can see how to take the speck out of your friend's eye. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot produce good fruit. You can tell what a tree is like by the fruit it produces. You cannot pick figs or grapes from thorn bushes. Good people do good things because of the good in their hearts. Bad people do bad things because of the evil in their hearts. Your words show what is in your heart. Why do you keep saying that I'm your Lord when you refuse to do what I say? Anyone who comes and listens to me and obeys me is like someone who dug down deep and built a house on solid rock. When the flood came and the river rushed against the house, it was built so well that it didn't even shake. But anyone who hears what I say and doesn't obey me is like someone whose house wasn't built on solid rock. As soon as the river rushed against that house, it was smashed to pieces. Luke chapter 7 After Jesus had finished teaching the people, he went to Capernaum. In that town, an army officer's servant was sick and about to die. The officer liked the servant very much, and when he heard about Jesus, he sent some Jewish leaders to ask him to come and heal the servant. The leaders went to Jesus and begged him to do something. They said, this man deserves your help. He loves our nation and even built us a meeting place. So Jesus went with them. When Jesus wasn't far from the house, the officer sent some friends to tell him, Lord, don't go to any trouble for me. I am not good enough for you to come into my house, and I am certainly not worthy to come to you. Just say the word, and my servant will get well. I have officers who give orders to me, and I have soldiers who take orders from me. I can say to one of them, go, and he goes. I say to another, come, and he comes. I... Say to my servant, do this, and he will do it. When Jesus heard this, he was so surprised that he turned and said to the crowd following him, In all of Israel I have never found anyone with this much faith. The officer's friends returned and found the servant well. Soon Jesus and his disciples were on their way to the town of Nain, and a big crowd was going along with them. As they came near the gate of the town, they saw people carrying out the body of a widow's only son. Many people from the town were walking along with her. When the Lord saw the woman, he felt sorry for her and said, Don't cry. Jesus went over and touched the stretcher on which the people were carrying the dead boy. 
They stopped. And Jesus said, Young man, get up. The boy sat up and began to speak. Jesus then gave him back to his mother. Everyone was frightened and praised God. They said, A great prophet is here with us. God has come to his people. News about Jesus spread all over Judea and everywhere else in that part of the country. John's followers told John everything that was being said about Jesus. So he sent two of them to ask the Lord, Are you the one we should be looking for? Or must we wait for someone else? When these messengers came to Jesus, they said, John the Baptist sent us to ask, Are you the one we should be looking for? Or are we supposed to wait for someone else? At that time, Jesus was healing many people who were sick or in pain or were troubled by evil spirits, and he was giving sight to a lot of blind people. Jesus said to the messengers sent by John, Go and tell John what you have seen and heard. Blind people are now able to see and the lame can walk. People who have leprosy are being healed and the deaf can now hear. The dead are raised to life and the poor are hearing the good news. God will bless everyone who doesn't reject me because of what I do. After John's messengers had gone, Jesus began speaking to the crowds about John. What kind of person did you go out to the desert to see? Was he like tall grass blown about by the wind? What kind of man did you really go out to see? Was he someone dressed in fine clothes? People who wear expensive clothes and live in luxury are in the king's palace. What then did you go out to see? Was he a prophet? He certainly was. I tell you that he was more than a prophet. In the scriptures, God calls John his messenger and says, I am sending my messenger ahead of you to get things ready for you. No one ever born on this earth is greater than John. But whoever is least important in God's kingdom is greater than John. Everyone had been listening to John. Even the tax collectors had obeyed God and had done what was right by letting John baptize them. But the Pharisees and the experts in the law of Moses refused to obey God and be baptized by John. Jesus went on to say, What are you people like? What kind of people are you? You are like children sitting in the market and shouting to each other, We played the flute, but you would not dance. We sang a funeral song, but you would not cry. John the Baptist did not go around eating and drinking, and you said John has a demon in him. But because the Son of Man goes around eating and drinking, you say Jesus eats and drinks too much. He is even a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is shown to be right by what its followers do. A Pharisee invited Jesus to have dinner with him. So Jesus went to the Pharisee's home and got ready to eat. When a sinful woman in that town found out that Jesus was there. She bought an expensive bottle of perfume. Then she came and stood behind Jesus. She cried and started washing his feet with her tears and drying them with her hair. The woman kissed his feet and poured perfume on them. The Pharisee who had invited Jesus saw this and said to himself, If this man really were a prophet, he would know what kind of woman is touching him. He would know that she is a sinner. 
Jesus said to the Pharisee, Simon, I have something to say to you. <laughs> Teacher, what is it? Simon replied. Jesus told him, Two people were in debt to a moneylender. One of them owed him five hundred silver coins and the other owed him fifty. Since neither of them could pay him back, the moneylender said that they didn't have to pay him anything. Which one of them will like him more? Simon answered, I suppose it would be the one who had owed more and didn't have to pay it back. You are right, Jesus said. He turned towards the woman and said to Simon, Have you noticed this woman? When I came into your home, you didn't give me any water so I could wash my feet. But she has washed my feet with her tears and dried them with her hair. You didn't greet me with a kiss. But from the time I came in, she has not stopped kissing my feet. You didn't even pour olive oil on my head, but she has poured expensive perfume on my feet. So I tell you that all her sins are forgiven. And that is why she has shown great love. But anyone who has been forgiven for only a little will show only a little love. Then Jesus said to the woman, Your sins are forgiven. Some other guests started saying to one another, Who is this who dares to forgive sins? But Jesus told the woman, Because of your faith you are now saved. May God give you peace. Luke chapter 8 Soon after this, Jesus was going through towns and villages, telling the good news about God's kingdom. His twelve apostles were with him. And so were some women who had been healed of evil spirits and all sorts of diseases. One of the women was Mary Magdalene, who once had seven demons in her. Joanna, Susanna and many others had also used what they owned to help Jesus and his disciples. Joanna's husband, Chusa, was one of Herod's officials. When a large crowd from several towns had gathered around Jesus... He told them this story. A farmer went out to scatter seed in a field. While the farmer was doing it, some of the seeds fell along the road and were stepped on or eaten by birds. Other seeds fell on rocky ground and started growing, but the plants did not have enough water and soon dried up. Some other seeds fell where thorn bushes grew up and choked the plants. The rest of the seeds fell on good ground where they grew and produced a hundred times as many seeds. When Jesus had finished speaking, he said, If you have ears, pay attention. Jesus' disciples asked him what the story meant. So he answered, I have explained the secrets about God's kingdom to you, but for others I can use only stories. These people look, but they don't see, and they hear, but they don't understand. This is what the story means. The seed is God's message, and the seeds that fell along the road are the people who hear the message. But the devil comes and snatches the message out of their hearts so that they will not believe and be saved. The seeds that fell on rocky ground are the people who gladly hear the message and accept it. But they don't have deep roots, and they believe only for a little while. As soon as life gets hard, they give up. The seeds that fell among the thorn bushes are also people who hear the message, but they are so eager for riches and pleasures that they never produce anything. Those seeds that fell on good ground are the people who listen to the message and keep it in good and honest hearts. 
they last and produce a harvest. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a bowl or under a bed. A lamp is always put on a lampstand so that people who come into a house will see the light. There is nothing hidden that will not be found. There is no secret that will not be well known. Pay attention to how you listen. Everyone who has something will be given more, but people who have nothing will lose what little they think they have. Jesus' mother and brothers went to see him, but because of the crowd, they could not get near him. Someone told Jesus, Your mother and brothers are standing outside and want to see you. Jesus answered, My mother and my brothers are those people who hear and obey God's message. One day, Jesus and his disciples got into a boat, and he said, Let's cross the lake. They started out, and while they were sailing across, he went to sleep. Suddenly a storm struck the lake, and the boat started sinking. They were in danger. So they went to Jesus and woke him up. Master! Master! We are about to drown! Jesus got up and ordered the wind and the waves to stop. They obeyed, and everything was calm. Then Jesus asked the disciples, Don't you have any faith? But they were frightened and amazed. They said to each other, Who is this? He can give orders to the winds and the waves, and they obey him. Jesus and his disciples sailed across Lake Galilee and came to shore near the town of Gerasa. As Jesus was getting out of the boat, he was met by a man from that town. The man had demons in him. He had gone naked for a long time and no longer lived in a house, but in the graveyard. The man saw Jesus and screamed. He knelt down in front of him and shouted, Jesus, son of God in heaven, what do you want with me? I beg you not to torture me. He said this because Jesus had already told the evil spirit to go out of him. The man had often been attacked by the demon, and even though he had been bound with chains and leg irons and kept under guard, he smashed whatever bound him. Then the demon would force him out into lonely places. Jesus asked the man, What is your name? He answered, My name is Lots. He said this because there were lots of demons in him. They beg Jesus not to send them into the deep pit where they will be punished. A large herd of pigs were feeding on the hillside, so the demons begged Jesus to let them go into the pigs, and Jesus let them go. Then the demons left the man and went into the pigs. The whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and drowned. When the men taking care of the pigs saw this... They ran to spread the news in the town and on the farms. The people went out to see what had happened. And when they came to Jesus, they also found the man. The demons had gone out of him. He was sitting there at the feet of Jesus. He had clothes on and was in his right mind. But the people were terrified. Then all who had seen the man healed told about it. Everyone from around Gerasa begged Jesus to leave because they were so frightened. When Jesus got into the boat to start back, the man who had been healed begged to go with him. But Jesus sent him off and said, Go back home and tell everyone how much God has done for you. The man then went all over town, telling everything that Jesus had done for him. Everyone had been waiting for Jesus, and when he came back, a crowd was there to welcome him. Just then, the man in charge of the Jewish meeting place came and knelt down in front of Jesus. His name was Jairus, and he begged Jesus to come to his home because his 12-year-old child was dying. She was his only daughter. 
While Jesus was on his way, people were crowding all around him. In the crowd was a woman who had been bleeding for twelve years. She had spent everything she had on doctors, but none of them could make her well. As soon as she came up behind Jesus and barely touched his clothes, her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. While everyone was denying it, Peter said, Master, people are crowding all around and pushing you from every side. But Jesus answered, Someone touched me because I felt power going out from me. The woman knew that she could not hide, so she came trembling and knelt down in front of Jesus. She told everyone why she had touched him and that she had been healed straight away. Jesus said to the woman, You are now well because of your faith. May God give you peace. While Jesus was speaking, someone came from Jairus' home and said, Your daughter has died. Why bother the teacher any more? When Jesus heard this, he told Jairus, Don't worry. Have faith and your daughter will get well. Jesus went into the house, but he did not let anyone else go with him, except Peter, John, James, and the girl's father and mother. Everyone was crying and weeping for the girl. But Jesus said, The child isn't dead. She's just asleep. People laughed at him. Because they knew she was dead. Jesus took hold of the girl's hand and said, Child, get up. She came back to life and got straight up. Jesus told them to give her something to eat. Her parents were surprised, but Jesus ordered them not to tell anyone what had happened.